0: listeners this is Mary I just wanted to jump in and give a quick little preface to this episode this episode was actually recorded back in January yes January we had read this book pretty early in the year but really couldn't find a good time to put this episode out so it's been sitting in our library for quite a while but this month we're talking all about short fiction so we thought it'd be a great time to release it so it is a little old it's pre-pandemic and we might be talking about quote-unquote, upcoming reviews that, as you have probably heard, have already gone out. So if you haven't heard those, please go back and take a listen, and I hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Casing the Cover is a bi-monthly podcast series hosted by Mary and Jen. That's me. In our day-to-day experiences, Mary and I happen across numerous crappy covers, atrocious authors, and sad, sad titles. We spend a healthy amount of time decoding how cover designs can be humorously contrary to the story within or used to lure readers based on demographic or current trends. Should you judge a book by the cover? Join Mary and Jen on the case to find out. I'm gonna be the grown-up this time, Mary. I'm opening up this can of worms. I'm opening the episode. I'm afraid of you. You should be. Hi, this is Jen. Welcome to another episode of Casing the Cover. You're never gonna let me open an episode again, are you? Maybe. That's not doing all the work. Because <laughs> I'm the grown-up, Mary. Jen's the grown-up today. She's
0: very excited oh about her book.
1: I'm so excited about this tiny, tiny little hundred and something page book. I don't even think it's a hundred pages. I lied. It is a 62-page book. Wow. I read it in an hour, but it's the best damn book I've read in a long time. <laughs> There's my intro to this. <laughs>
0: So just to clarify, this is based on the cover. This is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she's never going to let me open that show again.
0: I think you said all that. Um, today, Jen has Jen has found a book she's very excited about. Oh, I'm so excited about this
1: book. So I tell
0: don't... me about the book, Jen. Okay. I know you're waiting to talk about this book. We won't do any formalities. We're both fine. We're both great. We're both happy. Yes. Talk about the book.
1: Oh, my God. We are both grown-ups. Um, so the name of the book is The Grown-Up. And it's by Gillian Flynn. So before I do more, do we know who Gillian Flynn is? Gillian Flynn wrote Gone Girl, yes? Yes.
0: Have not read Gone Girl. Okay. Seen the movie. The movie's very good.
1: Okay. So you already kind of get... I so know of Gillian Flynn. For our audience people, Gillian Flynn is, writes a little bit twisted.
0: Yeah. Oh, Gone Girl's messed up. It's very dark. It's that, was, that movie's... Again, I haven't read the book. I will someday. The movie's excellent, and it's very much... Well, like you can tell even from the movie that she's a good writer. She, she can is, do a good twist.
1: God, I, I gotta tell you, as a writer, I, I'm i She's so good, I'm not even jealous. Wow. Like, she's just... I could not put this book down. So, like, an actual popular writer right now that isn't completely
0: overflated flate, oh, and uh, I overrated?
1: Think, I don't think she's overrated at all. I think she's probably underrated, if anything. She's that good. She Didn't she write something else recently that's gotten a lot um, of fun? Shattered... Shards. Okay. Something, I'm not saying that right, but no. it got turned into a TV. Movie. Oh, Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects. That's what I'm here for. Yes.
0: Sharp Objects, which I also have not seen that yet, but so, I hear that's good. I,
1: I mean, at least the first
0: season, because the second season is off book, and we all know how that goes.
1: I want to say she's a little bit like Dean Kuntz. Okay. In her style. But she
0: doesn't write like horror or anything no, like that no they're like twisted they're twisted they're kind of they're kind of suspense right yeah, okay
1: the dark so like you know this one's going to be dark and so i'm also going to say that in i read the ebook version because i'm much better if it's going to be a short book yeah. i'm going to read an ebook version. Flip through it in yeah flip through it get it done my we'll lunch hour we're done uh at the end of the ebook it says that she wrote this because george rr R. martin asked her to write a story for him Wow. If that gives you any indication of what. Damn, his brain's this is. not messed up. Oh my gosh. I just, I want to be in on that mental orgy. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to the right parties, Jen. I know. I've, I've hung out with, like, I haven't hung out with her, but I've hung around with, with Mr. Martin. Like, um, Mr. Martin, sir, can you please introduce me to Jillian Flynn? I know, right? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. So. Okay, so we gotta go by the cover, like we. Yes, yes. yes. Tell me about the cover. Okay, so the cover is actually kind of looks to me like a bad '80s cover. It kind of does. It looks like a, like a '80s horror movie. It does, cause it's like it's goosebumps font. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like piss green. Like it's the weirdest green, and. It's kind of got this eye of God thing going on, but inside that is this spooky little haunted house it that like kind a skeleton. of looks like a skeleton.
0: Like there's like four different graphic imagery kind of, not graphic like dead bodies, but like... That, layers. Yeah, layers of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Spooky. Like this modern yeah. kind of like
1: art thing going on. Yeah. I don't know nothing like, about art. <laughs> so the back is that that yellow green, the whole back with white lettering and it says, do you like ghost stories? That's all this says on the cover. Wow. And I got to tell
0: you, like you look at this thing and you're like, I need it. With the little rays coming off the, okay, this is my brain noticing things. The little rays coming off the eyeball are metallic.
1: Yes, they're very metallic. Catch the light. This whole thing is like the most. This, This is a
0: cover meant to go, hey, read me
1: right it literally jumps off at you, which is good because this book is not much bigger than my phone right it's literally
0: the kind of book you can pick up and, and read
1: it, it's a teeny tiny little book um the inside the end papers have got, like Ooh. look at this like Sherlock it's very Sherlocky um, what do you call that Florida delay um, no, okay. no it's not No, it's the other one it's the brocade okay, Damask Damask that's yes. the one damask but this cover lies it's, it's not about like a like a spooky house. I'm actually afraid to say anything about this because anything I say is going well, to give away at all. Well, that's not going to fill a thirty-minute episode, Jen. Okay, this cover lies so much. T- tell that's us as so so much to... as you
0: can about this book without completely spoiling it, because I might read it now.
1: Okay, read read, read the inside. I'm going to read, read the inside flap. Jillian Flynn's Edgar Award-winning homage to the classic ghost story. It's a, it's brilliant, and I'm going to assume Edgar Award is the. Is I'm assuming for horror or something. For horror. Yeah. And this story is not just like beautifully written, but it is like Edgar Allan Poe would jump out of his grave to read this book. Wow. Like that is, this is the sad. You've been her some praise here, man. I know. Well, you know, I kind of ragged the last book pretty hard, so I figured. You didn't even finish the last
0: <laughs> book. You put it down and read this.
1: I did. <laughs> Straight up then. Um, so, but you know that I usually read, like, one, I I read a digital book. Right. I read a physical book kind of in tandem of each other. And I'm always writing something Mm -hmm. at the same time. So, like, my head's got to be in this space. So, I think I was in the right headspace for this book, too. But, okay. So, a canny young woman is struggling to survive by perpetrating various levels of mostly harmless fraud. On a rainy April morning, she is reading auras at spiritual palms when Susan Burke walks in. A keen observer of human behavior, our unnamed narrator immediately diagnoses beautiful rich Susan as an unhappy woman eager to give her lovely life a drama injection. However, when the quote unquote psychic Visits the eerie Victorian home that has been the source of Susan's terror and grief. She realizes she may not have to pretend to believe in ghosts anymore. Miles, Susan's teenage stepson, doesn't help matters with his disturbing manner and grisly imagination. The three are soon locked in a chilling battle to discover where the evil truly lurks. And what, if anything, can be done to escape it? Sounds creepy. I apparently this originally appeared in What Do You Do, uh, which is a rogues anthology by um, George R. R. Martin, and she is just absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And does the narrator not have a name? The whole book,
0: a whole book, no name. That's very, that's very uh, great. Daphne
1: sorry. Yeah. yeah or Rebecca. Yeah, it is. No, this is not that. No. <laughs> Let me
0: ask you a question. Is there, like, is it kind of a take on a certain kind of ghost story? Or is it, like, the kind of book that doesn't think it's a ghost story?
1: Oh Until my gosh. it is. I'm going to say it doesn't think it's a ghost story. Okay.
0: Which until Which is what the title is. suggests, is that it doesn't... It's, the grown-up sounds like, you know, the, the scary part is that they have to pay taxes.
1: Oh my gosh, it's the title. Jen wants so
0: badly to finally talk about this book and not spoil it. At I the know same time. because I
1: don't want to. This is the first book I've really felt this way about, isn't it? Right. It's like the first book we haven't spoiled on this podcast. And it's hard to tell anything about it without spoiling because there's only 60 pages. It is. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do I'm going to tell our audiences right now here's our giant pause for spoilers. Well, are you gonna spoil it to me? I'm not gonna read it. Well, okay. I don't care. Too bad. <laughs> you want to show, this is how you're gonna get to show. Okay, so we're gonna pause, and here's the place where you can turn this off, go read this, it's only gonna take you an hour, yeah. and then come back and listen, and then you can tell me if I'm totally off my rocker, and then I'm gonna blow the doors and spoil this like crazy. Okay, three, two, one,
0: okay, and here I go.
1: Is she the ghost? It's not a ghost story. What? It's not a ghost story at all. Okay, also I'm gonna read you the opening line to this, which is even more gonna make you wonder. So the book. so she just lied on the back cover. This entire thing is a lie. Oh my god, it's so good. Okay, so the first line. I didn't stop giving hand jobs because I wasn't good at it. I stopped giving hand jobs because I was the best at it. Is this a sex book, Jen? This is not a sex book? This is not a ghost story. This is is it, a, is it a book about taxes? It's not a book about taxes, but it is a book about becoming the grown-up. Oh, and when you realize what the grown-up means, oh god, oh my god. This is like narcissism, manipulation, oh and my oh my gosh, like lying to every none of these people are telling the truth. And even at the end, I didn't know who was telling the truth. That
0: that feels like it fits her kind of. It's her, her style. Her style. Yes. Yeah, that's why I. Was that's worried. what. Have you seen Gone Girl? Yes. That's what Gone Girl is to Leanne. Yeah. It's this, who's who's right, who's wrong, who's manipulating who, who flat out murdered somebody. This you know?
1: book is rocking. Like so. Okay, so she's given hand jobs in the back of this spiritual place, and she she basically she gets hard, carpal tunnel because she. Gives too many hand jobs. So now she has to pretend to be a psychic. Mary's lost in our What a weird plot point. point. <laughs> this is the major plot point to this whole book. So the, I won't give 100% of it away, but like I'm, most of it I'm giving away right now. But the major plot point is that she gets carpal tunnel and the gal that owns the the spiritual thing on your wrist. wrist? Yeah. <laughs> we're sitting here my wrist is all wrapped. Yeah, I was inspired, Mary. Inspired in this. I suppose there's other ways to get carpal tunnel. Not many. Okay. Anyway, a sword fighting that didn't really make it any better, did it? Nope. I couldn't handle my sword, Mary. Also, sword fighting suggests there's more than one. <laughs> wrist is bad like come on anyway i don't know i don't know what you do in your spare time jen oh my gosh i read a lot (laughs) i write a lot okay um (laughs) i did not think this was gonna turn this way but okay so the major plot point is that obviously the people she's given hand jobs to have other lives and other wives okay hint hint nudge nudge so is she the ghost there's no ghosts in this but she's a metaphorical ghost not even metaphorically is there any ghost stories. Why is it asked if it's a ghost story? It's because she likes to read ghost oh, stories. Okay. And that's the big hook. And I tell you, there were moments in this that I'm like, Oh, she's dead. It's That's what it means. Nope. She's Bruce Willis. Yeah. Nope. Oh, the the house really is already haunted and everybody else in the house is dead. Nope. Is she crazy? She's not crazy but the wife of one of her clients is. Uh, But, no, she's not. Oh, for fuck's sake. I need to read this book because I don't get it. son is crazy, but maybe he's not. But maybe he's just trying to get away from his crazy stepmother. They're all crazy. So he needs a grown-up. It's just so fucking twisted. Like, I told you all this and you still want to read the book.
0: I need to read this book, and then uh, next time we come back,
1: you know what, maybe here's what we'll do.
0: We're 13 minutes into this episode. Are you gonna read it too? We're gonna pause this episode, <laughs> and when we record, right, well, I'll read this book and we'll come back and we'll uh, <laughs>
1: have your side of the story. We'll have a powwow. Oh my gosh, this book is so crazy.
0: So, so if you haven't already given heed to our, go read this. Go read it now.
1: Because <laughs> now you're even more interested. And, and
0: we'll we'll talk about it.
1: Oh my gosh, this book is insane. Really I need,
0: need to know. It. I need to know and I don't want you to spoil it for me. Because this is a book I could actually read.
1: In like a minute. I know. I could probably read it tonight. I thought so I thought I was gonna read it on my lunch break and I didn't It got maybe like a minute into it. I got like a couple pages in and I said, uh, and then I woke up at three in the morning. It's a good time. And I couldn't get back to sleep. Which maybe the other reason why this book blows my mind is because my mind is half <laughs> Um <laughs> While they were sleeping, so I woke up at three in the morning and I read this book, and I, I still managed to get a couple hours of sleep after that. Because <laughs> I read it, it only took me like till four thirty in the morning to finish reading it. Done. Do I want
0: to read it? We'll pause. That's what we'll do. We'll pause this episode. We'll All right. Read it. We'll come back to it. All right. All right. Oh my god! The weirdest episode ever. Hello. We are back.
1: And Mary is back. We're back. And she hasn't even given me the slightest amount of clue what she thought of this book. Yeah, I don't know what I thought of this book. That's why. Oh, no. So here's
0: the, here's the thing is I don't like short stories. And I don't like novellas because everything moves too quickly. And I'm the kind of person who's very character motivated in a book. And you can't get a whole lot of that out of a character in 60 pages.
1: I don't know. I think they did a lot. She did
0: a very good job, and it's really well written. And the end is very good. I just, like, this felt like, okay, but where's the rest of this book? That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Like, that's kind of, like, that was my general overall, like, of impression is there should be more of this.
1: Well, because it feels, it does feel it like. It feels incomplete,
0: I guess. Or, not incomplete, but it was a little, it was a little quick, a little rushed.
1: Well, it's supposed to be. It's a short story. I know,
0: but that's just my bias against short stories, I guess.
1: Also, I think it leaves it open for a whole lot of stuff to happen. If she
0: wrote this as a like... If she were, like, the continuing adventures of her and this creepy kid on the road together for, like, a year, that would be fantastic.
1: As you completely give away the ending of the story. Now.
0: Well, you know what? We've warned that there's spoilers about six times.
1: <laughs> also, yes, we gave you time to read the book before you listened well, to the rest the It's
0: literally been a week, guys. Come on. <laughs> um, so, like, I liked the way it kind of ended up, where she kind of, it like, is, like, this kid could be a psychopath. I might be dead tomorrow, but you know what? He knows how to how to play the game,
1: and she knows how to play. And that. I know how to play
0: the game. I think I can make this work, but I'm not gonna take any more chances. I, kind of same.
1: I love the locking of the door between. Yes. And like, yeah. But the whole thing is just. Did you think it was a ghost story?
0: No, because he told me it wasn't.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, but before that, like, did, did you have moments? I don't
0: think so like I think I was looking the whole time I was looking for the kind of and it's because you told me I guess if I if I you hadn't told me it's not really a ghost story I wouldn't have been looking for the looking for the give I guess right like, looking okay. for the giveaway on what it really what the what was going to happen looking for the clues as hard I might have just been more like this is a ghost story and again if this book were longer I think that there's a lot of points in it that could have been played with really like playing up the I found the family on the internet ghost yeah. story angle That's such a brief plot point in this because it's so short right And
1: but they drive it home she, she totally drives it in yeah I just wish there was
0: like there was elements of it that I was like I could see someone really playing this up and this being like really really interesting and I just was kind of I guess sad that it was that brief and I wasn't like cause me I, even the book that I like and this was a good book I'm not gonna say it wasn't a good book I am a little eh, because it's a short story.
1: Well, but the, your your drawbacks to this are that it wasn't enough.
0: Yeah. So that's yeah,
1: kind of the sign well, of a good. Well, yeah. Hook. The other
0: drawback I had to it was that she she bought this kid's bullshit real fast when he's like, oh, by the way, my mom is gonna kill you. She's like, okay.
1: Well, because yeah.
0: So I wish there had been more like I guess buildup in her. Tr- like, because all the buildup is that the kid's crazy. The kid's gonna do something. The kid's yeah. crazy. I wish there had been a little more teetering between the the kid's crazy, but also the mom's kind of nuts because the mom kind of comes across as at her wits end, really upset. Like she comes across the whole book as distraught, but not crazy.
1: I don't know. To me, like she did, kind of. She was given off that I'm falling off the deep end. And gonna snap. Oh, see, we we interpreted that too. Because like when she was, like she came in and she was anxious, mm-hmm. and then the next time she sees her, she like looks like shit, and yet she's like. But in that, a all came, panic. that all came off
0: to me as like this woman is is she's losing it because her kid is is like out to get her and she's afraid. Like I wish I'd been a little bit of teetering on the mom is just as insane as the kid is because that that. My mom's gonna kill you. Would have been a little easier for me to buy if there had been a little bit more back and forth. the mom's a little crazier and the kid's a little less crazy,
1: like they're both crazy, <laughs>
0: right? They yeah. Kind
1: of makes you wonder well, what happened what, to the kid's dad.
0: The actor. Well, he never shows up. Well, except for no
1: the the dad the that's a stepdad.
0: I thought he was the dad. She's the step parent. The younger son is both of their kid, but I think. It's her stepson. The crazy kid is her stepson. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right.
1: Yeah. That's her stepson. And he's not really crazy. But maybe he is crazy.
0: Or he's just a manipulator. He's like a I liked I liked that kind of play of is he just manipulating or is he crazy? Yeah. But I kind like I said, I wish there were kind of elements of the mom being crazy, or even elements of him going, you know, you know, the way that she acts, it's not because she's upset, it's because she's crazy. Like a little bit more of him, I guess persuading pulling strings too. pulling strings a little bit more of that. but again it's because it's very brief if it's yeah. been a longer book there might have been more of the teetering back and forth and then pulling the strings on each other and kind of even more the scam angle with her of her because she goes very quickly from I'm going to scam them to okay I buy the bullshit I again it's just I wish there was I wish there was more That's yeah. my biggest complaint of this book is I think Jillian Flynn is very good at that psychological manipulation angle. Brilliant. And this is not a, this book is not enough of that.
1: And see, okay, maybe that's where I miss out because this is the first story by Jillian Flynn I've ever experienced. Right. Be that any media. Um, no, that's not true. I watched the movie. You've seen Gone Run. Gone Run. Really? Yeah, yeah, I have to, but I like, read it. But it was stuff. so long ago that like it kind of fell out of my mind. Mm-hmm. And that was the only other thing. So I don't know that that's her style, is yes, to, like, okay. screw it with people's heads, which is great. She's well, very good at she it. she
0: writes a lot of leads, I feel. I think, I, I don't know much about Sharp Objects, but it kind of plays out to me. It's very similar, from what I've seen in, like, the ads and stuff, it's that there's secrets, and who's telling what, and manipulating who, and that's what Gone Girl is very much. It's a story of a woman who's just manipulating the shit out of everything around her.
1: But, it, but even in Gone Girl, like, it you saw how she was created. Mm-hmm. Like, where that came from. Mm-hmm. Her parents were crazy. I'm like... Which she does
0: in this book, too, where it's kind of like, here's just the... This is where I come from, which was mm-hmm. very good. I, I think maybe part of it, too, is that there's no chapters in this book. It's just one continuous... It's like...
1: Oh, my gosh, I didn't really realize
0: It's that. one continuous thing. There's no stopping point in this book.
1: Well, you don't all. have to. It's only like...
0: Well, I did, because... Um, I did. I, I was sitting in a break room somewhere, and there was other people around that were asking me questions. <laughs> and um, so I did. I stopped halfway through, and then I finished it like a day or two later. But yeah, so there's there's no natural stopping point here. I guess so that you keep reading, which is a manipulative thing that authors do.
1: That is. Um, I didn't even look, well, but I read this on ebook. Mm. So even though I were presenting it with the book in hand,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I read it on ebook, and I read it because I couldn't sleep.
0: So you just kind of zipped through the whole so thing. So I zipped yeah. through the whole thing. But yeah, there's no, because I'm very much a, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read to the end of this chapter kind of person, mm. and there isn't one. It's just the end of the book. Which there's, um, Daniel likes telling me about this all the time, Brandon Sanders, his favorite author. The last book he wrote for Robert Jordan, The Wheel of Time books, like the finale chapter is like seventy straight pages with no stop. He did not break it into chapters because he didn't want anyone to stop. You just just so that you keep reading and keep reading and keep reading this giant climax battle thing books all like one solid block of books.
1: Holy book. cow. Authors manipulate you guys. No, we don't.
0: They do. No. So, we that, don't. so here's the thing about authors. <laughs> if you don't if you haven't noticed this, they play tricks on you, like where they put chapter endings and if they put chapter endings and how they break up chapters and Putting it, so they want you to keep reading that next chapter even if it's you know middle of the night. Netflix also does this.
1: Stop it, Mary! You're giving away my secrets. That's not okay. <laughs>
0: as far as the cover of this book, this cover means nothing.
1: I don't know. It does have like it's got the psychic thing. It's got the spooky yeah, I guess house, so. and it's got. To me, it's. 1980s Ghostbuster font. That, that,
0: that Goosebumps print is something. That is like the exact Goosebumps, it is goosebumps print, goosebumps. but without the goob on it.
1: Yeah. It's Goosebumps or Ghostbusters. Yeah. Which is spooky. And yeah. I don't know. I think it does really well. And it is the vomit yellow. Oh, God. Yeah. It's a vomit yellow.
0: Because he vomits in her purse, which is really gross. And I almost put the book down.
1: Oh my gosh. there's so many. St- Things in this book that I'm like, okay. So there's a lot of squick warning. Much uh, squick warning. There's
0: an entire scene where this kid vomits in her purse and she has to clean off all the stuff in her purse. And he vomits on her phone. I'm like, that got me out of all of it. I was like, just throw the purse away. It's fine. Throw the keys like in a bottle of bleach. It's fine. He puked on your phone. Your world is over. <laughs> I was not okay with that. I was not okay with that.
1: That's awesome. It was not okay. Yeah, I think that was a major plot point, too, like, peeking mm-hmm. at things. Because, you like, I think that showed you just gross. how much he could manipulate is, like, I can even vomit on cue. Oh, that's gross. Do you, you think he actually vomited on Q?
0: Probably. <laughs> and Gone Girl, chick, like, hits her own teeth out with a hammer. Like, it, that doesn't seem like something she would... Yeah.
1: Yeah, she's very, like... You don't think it was, like, visceral. chicken soup. I
0: don't know. I don't think it's gross. That's It's gross. That's when she stabs her hand on the floor. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. And not, uh, like, I can't watch Die Hard, because when he gets the glass on his feet, I just sit there and squirm. And so this, like, it got me a little bit. It made me squirm a little bit.
1: But that's the point of this book. I and mean, in that small amount of time that she had you.
0: She made me feel a lot of feelings. A
1: lot of feelings. A lot of gross feelings. All the feelings. I don't know, I think it's brilliant. It's still brilliant. This is
0: definitely a book that would make me want to read more Julia Flynn. Yes. Because I want to see what she can actually do. And I, like I said, I've seen Gone Girl, I haven't read the book. Mm-hmm. But I want to see what she can do with, you know, 200 and some, 300 and some pages. I mean, this book is what? It's a fraction of a full length It's
1: like 62 pages.
0: And like, your standard novel probably runs around 250 to 400 pages. And then, you know, there's some writers that write the six, yeah. 800 books. Yeah, don't do that. But, you know, even, like, for a standard novel, I mean, you're looking at, this is, like, you know, a sixth of the length.
1: Well, but this brings up a good point, and I'm sure we'll talk about these. Maybe this is a good segue to a future episode. Uh, there is a trend right now to write these teeny tiny little there books. There is. A lot of the big authors are doing it. Patterson.
0: Um, yeah, Patterson. Well, Patterson, if a new book genre is invented, Patterson will write it because he literally has something. We'll talk about Patterson.
1: See, if we haven't already. We haven't.
0: By the time this goes out, we might have already.
1: Oh yeah, um, that's right.
0: We're kind of filming out of order.
1: Anyway, um, <laughs> shh, shh,
0: there's our secrets. Um, yeah, there's another one too that's been doing a lot of those kind of little uh, mini novella. Who else? Novella. I mean, there's a lot of authors who will do novellas in between a series. Yeah. A lot of like sci-fi authors and stuff. Kind of, if there's a gap of time between book two and three, and they're writing something else, will release like a little like. Ebook that's you know 50 pages long of a scene in the between two things. Yeah, um, Patterson and not Patterson, um, Sanderson's done it, Dan Wells has done it, um, Stephanie Meyer did it back in the day. She had a little in between quill. Cool...
1: I'm literally mentally going through the library stacks right now, trying to, trying to see all the, the little books. The little books, the Patterson,
0: what, what I think is weird is like one of the big ones was Zoo 2, was like released as a as a novella, and it's like, why write a sequel that's just a novella? Just that last little bit.
1: Just, just squirt just, out. Just put it. Last you know, little no. squirt. That's that's just a, <laughs> it's a cop out.
0: It's a, it's a cop out, and it's a it's money a, grab. It's a money grab. That's a money grab. If it's a, if it's both a sequel and 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 a novella, it's like this is all you're gonna get. This is just this is yeah that last chapter I wrote that was in the original book. Now it's a it's own book. Pay me an extra five bucks for it, please.
1: Yeah. I straight up cannot remember who's writing the other ones. Yeah, there's
0: some, there's another author who's been putting. I feel like quite a few out, but I can't remember who it is. It's not one of the romance writers. I think it might. Although be.
1: romance writers have been doing that too for a long time.
0: Yeah, you're right. We have seen a few, but a lot of them also just write short. One of the people novels. we
1: interview will talk about her books like that little little tiny books. Little tiny books.
0: Yes. I don't know. How I feel about little tiny books. Wow.
1: Well, We'll see what how she can do. Again, I, and then
0: again, at the same time, as much as that could be a cop out, I also feel like if you write a little in between cool, that's a novella. It's did you okay. just call it an
1: in-between qual? Cool? That's a thing, Jen. In between say it again. In between cool. <laughs> Oh, That's a thing. Um, in between cool. I said it. I did it. Good job.
0: <laughs> if they're characters that have been established in a series, you can write a little glimpse of their life. And, okay. and be able to accept that as like an additional story a lot of authors will also do like the hey I published a short story collection and there's a little chapter of this character from this one series you like and there's a little chapter of this character from this other series you like and that's fine too because then you're getting a little bit of these characters that they've already established yeah I don't mind those as much as like I have to get to know a character and get through the story and then like in one especially when you're doing something like like this where it's very psychological I like sci-fi short stories I don't like because Oh my god, I had to read a few in college. There was one and that we read and it was like it's the beginning and then there's a demon bear baby and then it's the end. And I was like, What is this?
1: A <laughs> Demon Bear baby. Yeah, this
0: kid is like talking about how his mom had a baby and like his dad is dead and then there's like a demon bear baby and that's the end of the book. And I was like, or the end of the story, and I was like, This this tells me nothing. This is nothing. This is literally literally nothing happened.
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
0: So this is why I kind of, I don't know, I have a thing about short stories, because I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't like it when things end, and I like a build-up, and I like to be engrossed, and it's hard when there's only 60 pages, especially if you've got someone who's really good at catching you in and doing the details, like, hey, yeah, this is something interesting, let's, oh, it's over. So that was my biggest complaint of this, is that it was too short.
1: I felt like it was kind of the pilot episode for a really good series. Like you said. Yes. Yes. I want, that's what, what I want. the further adventures of these characters.
0: I want a second book that's her and this kid on the road being creepy and him, like, dragging her all over town. It'll be, like, the creepy version of AJ and the Queen. And then, like, going from place to place and this kid being creepy and then running scams and her not knowing he's going to kill her while she's asleep. I want an entire book of that.
1: That would be awesome. So,
0: Gillian Flynn, if you're listening,
1: because <laughs> she's totally listening to us.
0: Jen knows Roger R. Martin too. So, <laughs> like do twice. Do do, do a favor for a, a mutual friend and write this as more. Make this more.
1: I feel like, it, in terms of mutual friends of big name authors, I'm probably better off with like Harry Turtledove, who I.
0: But he's not. Have, the, he's yet. not the one that told me about this. I Ge- know. George R. R. Martin is. So go call George R. R. Martin, and after you have the discussion with him about how he needs to finish that series. To play to all the people who are really mad at HBO, tell him to tell her to make. Uh, make also, who's the
1: dedication to? Because uh, I just noticed
0: that the dedication is to David and Sien? You Cien?
1: Six, six sick people. You six sick, sick people. <laughs> a friendly thing or not a friendly thing it's It's probably friendly
0: it's probably friendly
1: maybe i could i could
0: see you calling your friends sick in a dedication that's because
1: you know my friends i know i'm saying (laughs) well if her friends
0: you like this book a lot she probably has very similar friends to you Mm -hmm. um i say this as your friend
1: (laughs) you're probably the, the least sick of my friends no maybe not there's a few that are pretty normal
0: yeah, you've got some normal friends. All it's, the ones that yeah. I know.
1: Yeah, some, but I some of the ones that I know. I, I love them all, no matter what.
0: Yeah. Her author bio instead doesn't really give away a lot either. It's just like, yeah, she wrote those that, those books that you've heard of and yep. that got did really well.
1: But I just love this book. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. I should own this book because I feel like this is something that I would sit and read again just for kicks. Just for kicks. And I don't reread a lot of stuff because I have. Huge to be read pile. I don't either. I
0: just play it on 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 audio.
1: I don't think I could have done this on audio. No. No. I don't think I can do a lot of books on audio. I listen to podcasts, but I don't do I
0: mean, audio books. I don't it's know. I might work. have liked this as an audio. I don't know. Audio is is a weird beast. With voices. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing about audiobooks is. If you've got a really good narrator you can get into it especially if it's a good book if you have a decent book but a crappy narrator you kind of hang on the edge like eh. if it's a really good book and it's a crappy narrator you you push through it because you want to hear the book if it's both a crappy book and a crappy narrator it becomes background noise so quickly
1: oh my gosh yeah I don't think I can do that so it kind of depends
0: I've had all of those experiences. I, I tune out sometimes when I'm listening to some of these books. And I'm like, oh, no. What, what did Patterson just say? What?
1: <laughs> That's right, because you're doing the Patterson thing is LU. you. Uh-huh. I can't read a Patterson book.
0: Uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: Probably will never read another Neither did I.
0: <laughs> Someone read a Patterson book, Jimmy. We've gone way off track.
1: Yes, we have gone off the rails. what happens
0: when you wait a week to finish at the end of an episode?
1: Yes. But it was still fun. This is a unique way of doing an episode too. I kind of like this. Yeah. It we smart.
0: won't happen again unless we get another short thing that we can both indulge in. Because
1: I kind of like that we both indulge yeah. in it too. Well, maybe maybe we should both do Patterson books. Oh god. Like I'll do a little one.
0: Maybe next time we find a short a short novel to read, we'll both read it, and then talk at the same time so that I'm neither one of us is influenced by the other one's opinions of the book before they read it. Yes. Cause that's I, fair yeah I definitely I think my opinions were a little swayed because you were so like I'm the kind of person too, where someone tells me something is really really good I automatically go in with low expectations <laughs> <laughs> because here's the thing is if someone talks something up and I watch it and it's only okay then I, I'm like uh. but if I go on I'm like this looks like crap I usually enjoy something more so for example once I'll the Little Women movie, and I was like, I really like the 94 version, and this is not going to be that great, but it'll be fun to go, I guess. It was so freaking good. So, you know.
1: <laughs> we'll go into those things when we talk about book covers that have been done to death. Yes. 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 All right, so before we go too far off the rails. Yes. And We're before done. we realize that maybe we talked about things that we already talked about or didn't talk about yet. Yeah. It like, <laughs> oh, happens. All right. It happens. <laughs> This, this has been another amazing episode of Gazing the Cover! That's it. It doesn't feel like it has, but I guess so. I think more than 50% of it has been an amazing episode.
0: So this is a book we recommend. We're done spoiling it now. Yeah, definitely, I'd say read it.
1: Yes. yes. If you didn't read it before we spoiled it, you had your chance. I did one, two, three, pause. Like four time. times. Yes. And it doesn't take more than an hour to read this book. Nope. So, unless somebody's bugging you in the break room.
0: go to your Go to your land. <laughs> <laughs> Go to your local library if they don't have it in print, which I don't know when it went into print, but it is available in ebook. Yes, really it's easily. available in
1: ebook and it is available in print. And most it's a most, fun most book. novellas are. And since we both like this, I don't feel we need to recommend anything else.
0: Nothing good? I think what so. we should start doing. is start recommending something we like if we read something we, that was crap.
1: We do that sometimes. Well, I meant
0: like more consistently. Okay. We're nothing if not at all consistent.
1: No. That's what makes us exciting, Uh our inconsistency and surprises. (laughs) All right.
0: (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for cracking another case with Mary and Jen. To learn more about Casing the Cover, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Casing the Cover. To contact us or suggest a book, email casingthecoverpod at gmail.com. New episodes of Casing the Cover released the second and fourth Tuesday on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher.